Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. This is TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and re-restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P Pam known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together. A life of wealth, we living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient Getting ready for the RV, yeah. We getting ready for the RV, getting ready for the RV, yeah. We getting ready for the RV, getting ready for the RV, yeah. We getting ready for the RV, getting ready for the RV, yeah. We getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
Star Talk is recording. Press one to return to the. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation TNT, hosted by that dynamic duo Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west, it's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Friday, December 30, 2022. Raven 98 here, along with... Good morning, TNT. It is a fabulous Friday morning. I mean, fantastic Friday morning. It is the very last call for TNT for 2022. This is it. Yeah. This is nope. The last regularly scheduled call. Oh, Okay. Y'all heard what Ray said. He's he doing a call with y'all tomorrow. <laughs> well, we don't know. Uh, we never know what might happen. There's some information saying something might happen. But I'll tell you guys what I always say. I'm going to give you the good, bad, and the ugly. And I'll tell you what I do believe and what I don't believe. But I'll give it to you. Simply because it's out there. That's what they asked me to give it. Not to uh, not to believe it all, because sometimes I don't believe it all, but it is out there. But back to my original thought. This is our last call of the year. Mm -hmm. I absolutely want to thank everybody on the call for being here, for going through one more year of pure hell with us, because that's what it's been, especially every time the year is going to happen, going to happen. Look for people got ready. Not so much these last three months as it was the earlier part of the year when they were actually thinking it was going to happen because the right government was going to get in. Well, the right government didn't get in, but changes are being made so that it can happen. So we know that. We have a lot of people here. Um, guys, I sent out the email, and people who received the email. If you receive the email, go check your junk mail, trash mail, wherever you look at. You completed your information and got it. Then you will be getting the emails in the coming year. That's going to be it. So, Ray, tell me somebody sent a question this morning. What did they say, Ray? Because I told them to um, Yeah. Bill says, for many weeks... As you were waiting for people to donate before the calls would begin, it was obvious why calls would not begin on schedule. Now that the calls are only for people who have previously donated, why do calls not start on schedule? Well, Bill, um, very good question. The simple answer is because they start when I get ready to start. So I have other things that I'm doing sometimes, I'm trying to get last-minute information. I'm getting calls from overseas. I'm getting calls from different banking people. I'm trying to see what's real, what's not real. 
and from the information. Sometimes it's last minute, and I don't dictate when they call because just like I have a life, they have a life. They're doing business and meetings out of meetings, and that's the way it is. But even more so now, Ray sent me the numbers, right? I forgot what he had. Uh, so on Blog Talk, December the 28th, I don't know if y'all can go see it or not. And hold on. Let me go back to it. We had 7,591 people listening during the actual time of the show, even though we started late. 7,591. On free conference call. Let me see. Oh, I didn't do it. I thought I took a picture. I didn't do it. Anyway, we had uh, 6,800 or 6,300 and something. Came out to 13,000, 14,000 people on the call, just like we do today. Those people won't be on the call come Monday. They just won't. We don't definitely don't have that many people paying $5. Billy even have a thousand people paying five dollars or whatever it's doing. And those people who do or who get the emails, those use that email today because we're not going to do 10 o'clock calls next year. Every call is not going to be at 10 o'clock. It's going to be within the email. It's designed to be that way. And now it's going to be that way. So those people who have been Riding for free these last times, which, again, we did this for 15 years, supporting everybody as long as we can. And I'm a firm believer. I don't care who you are. If you're listening to this call, it means you have a phone, a computer, or radio that you're listening on. That means somewhere in your life during a 30-day period of time, you have $5. Somewhere, you just decided to do something else with it besides help the people who are paying for this listen and keep it going. And that's okay. I mean, it's really okay. Because like I said before, the people who are, who are getting the emails, are the ones who's going to get the updated information, get the information on time, and next week we'll get the calls first. And then throughout the day, we'll make the recording live at some time. We can do that, right, Ray? Um, I think so. We can make it live afterwards when we decide to. So everybody just wants mm-hmm. to. Yes. So we're going to do that. So um, there was a good question, though. They said, hey, somebody here got a good question. They want to know. <laughs> I said, well, read that question because I want to answer it. I want everybody to know. That that's what we've done. Um it's been total chaos for years, seven for years, and let's go on. Let's do a little bit different. Now, here's the news. No banks are on standby. Nobody's at the call center. Nobody's at exchange location. Nobody is planning to do an exchange over this weekend. Just not. No. Well, I shouldn't say planning to. I should say, are not getting ready to. 
because there is some information out there that says that the time frame to do what they were supposed to do is supposed to be up today. Now, what were they supposed to do? Because I'm going to break it down for you and then say it doesn't happen. Remember about three weeks ago, about 20, 30 days ago, maybe even 25 days ago, when I read that announcement in 10 days, something's going to change. In 10 days, you're going to see it different. I said, but the 10 days, it kept growing and growing and growing. Well, everybody thought those 10 days would finally be up today. I don't think they are because nobody's preparing to do anything. But what were they preparing to do? What was supposed to be completed within the 10 days? That was the question. What was supposed to be completed was just what Iraq was telling us. Their banks were all supposed to be implementing the U.S. procedures for transferring money outside the country, the banking. They don't want to say the U.S. They say the international procedures for moving money. Here's the thing. These procedures, this system, has been in Iraq since 2018 when it was supposed to be implemented. 2018. Why? Because the RV was supposed to happen in 2018. What is the system doing? Guys, you got to ask yourself. The system they're putting in place right now it's stopping the corruption in the auction. It's stopping the corruption in the banks. It's stopping the smuggling of dollars out of the country. That's what this new system is doing. Now, the problem, it was really not a problem. Um, Iraq is saying that their rate has gone up over the last week, two weeks, because they're implementing this system and they're finding out they're having a lot of problems. And some of the banks don't want to implement it. Everything else, so the U.S. has cut off their money because of that. Well, that is true. The U.S. did cut off their money to force them to do the right thing or do what they're doing. Let the citizens force them to do the right thing. That's all, because they're going to get mad at this at some point, or they're going to do the right thing. Why did the U.S. do that? Well, we left it up to them since 2018, and it never got implemented because of the corruption, because the people who are supposed to implement it are corrupt. The people who are supposed to implement it are the people stealing the money. The people who are supposed to implement it are the people getting paid to let Iran steal the money. It's every level. Every level, from the bank manager all the way up to the CBI, people have been getting paid. So it's hard to stop the corruption when the people who are supposed to stop it are the corrupt. So we said that before. Al Kazimi had a hard time. Said, you know, he's not going to be able to do that overnight. He's not going to be able to do that with coordination, of, of, I mean, the framework over there get the influence from Iran, how many people, politicians they have in parliament, everything else. He could have made a good stab at it, 
So the hard could have made a good stand up. Probably would have been a lot easier because it would have been a legitimate government that he had it to make the changes that were required. So now the U.S. says, okay, then we'll do it for you. You're going to implement the procedures, approve the laws, do everything, or you're not going to have any money. You can be like Syria. You can be like Turkey, Lira. You can be like Iran. And your money become completely useless. Or you can do the right thing, which Iraq has decided to do, which is implement these procedures in the banks. Shut off the banks that are involved in the corruption. Well, they didn't shut them off. We shut them off. So they didn't have no choice. Tell the other banks they aren't. Implement ways of removing the dollar off the street. Because that's what they're doing. But doing what? Making it available to every person in the banks to go in and get their own dollars. But only people that are traveling out of the country can go in and get their own dollars. Only when they're traveling out the country. So if I was a thinking man, which I am, I'd be thinking, well, what are all the other citizens going to do to get dollars? They can't just go to the bank and get dollars. They can't go to the auction and get dollars. So they still have to buy from the corrupt people in the streets? How does that solve anything? Well, it doesn't solve one thing today. But when the rate changes and the dollar is removed from Iraq and from the streets, problem solved. Average citizen doesn't need the dollar anymore. And anybody leaving the country can go do what we do, get $10,000 worth of dollars if, only if, they have their identification and their passport. Because they're telling them right now, that's the only time you're going to need dollars is if you're leaving the country. And we're putting it on your card to use when you're outside the country. They're actually putting the system together for the change that's about to come. One of their uh, finance ministers went as far as to say, hey, we're doing this because of the rate in the coming days. That's how it's put it. The rate in the coming days. You guys know what the coming days is. I mean, we've been waiting 15 years for the coming days. <laughs> but you're making all these changes for what's about to happen in the coming days. You're saying the budget is done. You're just reviewing the contract the uh, rates that go in it, smart things, so that it's ready to go to Parliament, but it's done. She said the rate they're looking at is fourteen fifty in the budget, with sixty-five to seventy dollars as being the rate uh, for the gas price. I mean, price of oil. They could do the budget at fourteen fifty, and change it when they change it. And that's what they should be telling people. Our guy who says, uh, 
it all was supposed to be completed by today, is actually seeing what my guy in Iraq was seeing. They're looking here in Washington, supposedly, at a dollar something when it comes out and floating up. That's the rate they were expecting first, before the RV started, a dollar or something. But we'll see if that scenario happens or if the RV just pops itself out. But it is going forward. You know, publicly, they're blaming everybody and their mother. They're trying to get the CBI governor fired, or the framework is. They're publicly saying he's not a finance guy, should have never been the governor anyway. He's an oil guy, which we know he is. So why is he in charge of all the money? He doesn't have a clue. But there's so many Iraqi politicians don't have a clue, especially about the areas that they are in charge of, because it's the old, old boy system or good old buddy system that they're actually using over there. Or, you know, a cousin, uncle, best friend, brother <laughs> who got the job. <laughs> that, that's all. And everybody's paying their kickback because that's how they get positions over there. You buy the position, you pay your kickback. That's, that's the kind of corruption that they're dealing with. But this in the 15 years that we've been here is the first time the politicians themselves, the economists, everybody else is publicly saying Iraq cannot deal with the corruption for two reasons. They let Iran get too big of a hold in there. And even the politicians you're supposed to be depending on are corrupt. They have no politicians, not any, if you want, who have the power, authority, or even the guts to go against them when they know everybody up there is involved in it. So, you know, we look, the mayor's corrupt. Well, he's not going to arrest himself. He's not going to have the police commissioner arrest him when he's getting paid just like he is. Well, let's go tell the governor about it. Well, he's getting a bigger share than the mayor and the police commissioner. So now what are we going to do? Well, we can't go to our Congress and our senators because they're all getting a piece of the cake, piece of the pie. Everybody's getting their way up, all the way over. So that's a whole lot of money that was supposed to be going to the people, that's going to these politicians. I think I told you guys on Monday's call last Friday, people blatantly saying that's why the China deal is going through. That's why they're letting China buy Iraq, because all these politicians are getting their share, and they're all going to go live somewhere else. They're going to go live in Europe or Lebanon or somewhere else and be multi-billionaires and say, that's Iraq's fault. We're gone. And the people know it. And the people have nobody to fight for them right now. But we know that's what's going on. They're publicly telling everybody, this is why the dollar is going up or the dinar is became less and less or worthless. Because worthless is going down. 
because the U.S. is correcting what Iraq wouldn't do in a system that was already there since 2018. They're putting the bank system in place, tracking the money. At some point, it won't be the auction anymore once the RV is announced, but all these politicians won't be able to steal the money. And they won't be able to smuggle it to Iran because they're cutting all of them off. And we're telling them if they do and try something else. I don't know if you guys know it, but Iraq has all this reserve currency, $96 billion. Iraq has all these U.S. bonds. Iraq has all this gold more than it ever had. Being how rich of a country they are. But the one thing they aren't telling people until today is the U.S. controls it all. It's all in U.S. banks. They can't get a dime unless it's released by the United States of America. So that's what the framework is arguing about now. That's why they want the U.S. out. They think since the war is over, they're not under Chapter 7, all their money should be released. But that wasn't the agreement that we made. Not only do they want the agreement to end, and they're saying we need to redo it, the U.S. says, yes, we do. We need to implement some of the things we didn't, and we need to make it even stronger. So if you really want to go back to the table, okay. But with that, like I said, Iran can control their government because it looks like that's what they're doing. Um, they're even trying to kick out all of Sadar's people who would have any opposition now. Sudani is going against that. That's his problem with the framework. Because he's not kicking out the people they want him to kick out. And he says he's not doing it because he doesn't want to make Sadar mad. <laughs> You idiots think it's going to be a piece of cake. Just kick them all out. You run everything. But we move all of Sadar's people, then those people on the street will react. So he has enough sense to know not to do that, even though Iran is saying our military will take care of it. You put us in charge of the military. You put us uh, militias on the street. Well, he knows about more than that. It's not about shooting people down the street. It's about the chaos that will come with it. It's about none of the contracts. It's about the U.S. freezing all their money, and then they all end up like Iranians. You guys know their economy is collapsing because of the sanctions we put on them. Their Roman is now 4,000 Roman to $1 and still going on. Their people are frustrated. They're about to have a regime change. It continues, and that's what we're doing. By cutting off the billions and billions, the U.S. is making sure. So that's putting pressure on Iran, pressure on Iraq to get this done. It's not going to take a long time, guys. I'm just explaining what has been going on. Everybody's looking 
for something to happen in Iraq in January, which I hope it does, because Kurdistan, uh, or they said they had an agreement at the 17%. Remember that? Court said it wasn't legal. Then they said they had an agreement at uh, 15%. Now, Maliki is saying, nope, we're going back to the original one at 12%. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. That Maliki would say that. But, so we don't know if it's finalized in the budget or not. If it's going to go through, or is that still going to drag it out? Article 140 is not finalized. And it's not finalized, not because Baghdad and Kurdistan are fighting over it, because they are, but the people of Kirk don't want to be ruled by Kurdistan. So they're fighting it themselves. So it's a complicated mess as far as 140 goes. I don't think it will stop the budget at all or the rate. We're looking for agreement with the ATL. Something's going to go through because the law is going to change. I think it'll be in the budget. So that's a whole year in review. After the last three weeks, even more so, so you'll know why we see what we're seeing. Does it really make sense? Absolutely. Um, The new government's in there. The U.S. has to take a different point of view, which is simply letting them know we control your money. We control your economy. And through that, we can control your people. Not your politicians doing stupid shit laws, but if you don't implement what we have put in place, you won't have anything. So Don is making sure it's being implemented. He's making sure those changes are being made so the money can flow, so the country can grow, regardless of what the framework is in. They're putting people in places, but if they can't move money, they'll do just what the framework is doing. The infighting will begin. So it's an explosion from within. And that's what we're looking at starting right now. The framework itself is splintering. That's why Maliki's gone over to Sadar and is trying to get Sadar to come back in on his side, though against the U.S. That's what he's trying to do. But we'll see what happens. All right, Ray, let's get started. All right. Here. We'll start with the, there's no questions on the board, so we'll go straight to uh, live callers. How about that? Two eight one area code, you on? Hey Ray, hey Tony, hey there. How you guys doing? Hey, and fabulous. I'm super fantastic. How are you? I'm good. I can't complain. Ain't gonna do any good. You know how that go. Just gotta enjoy it while we're doing it. So, but I do have some questions today. So, on the budget, what was the 
the original price that they said the, what was supposed to be in the budget for the price of oil? Was it it's supposed to be around seventy? Was it seventy dollars or less? I can't remember. Okay. So, you, so you, back when it was forty dollars, they were going to try and do the okay. budget at six. Remember, because that was their goal, sixty dollars. Well, we'll do the budget okay. at one make it. But then it went up or went up to a hundred dollars. So they said right. let's do the budget at eighty dollars. <throat> but now that mm-hmm. oil is only eighty two dollars, eighty three dollars today, and they're expecting it to go back up to hundred and twenty three during spring of next year, they're saying this is a safe bet. Sixty five, seventy dollars. Everything else will give us a surplus again. Just like we got this year, so that's okay. why they are. That was going to be my question. Why? Okay, so that makes sense. Okay, so with the HCL, so they more or less made an agreement to vote on the law. Is that what they did this week? Because I guess I was confused. I thought it was passed, but like you said, it's not passed. So. So they just made an agreement to vote on it? Is that what they were doing when the articles came they out? They made an it? agreement. They made an agreement on the rate, so they say, until Maliki comes out and says, no, we're not going to do that agreement. <laughs> so we're still going to discuss it. We're going to go all the way back to the beginning. Now, I don't know if he did that just to be doing it, if there is an actual agreement in the budget, and they're just waiting for the budget to come out. Because they said they had an agreement. It wasn't the 17%, but it was the 12% is what they're saying. Uh-huh. Uh, Curtis is saying they're going back to Baghdad next week to renegotiate the HCL, something they already have an agreement on. Uh-huh. So all of that could uh-huh. just be, um, you know, to confuse the market, confuse everybody about when it's going to come out. I don't know. Okay, so my last question is, this week on the news we saw where, because I know we've been talking about the war, and we've been hearing so many different things. But one wait, thing wait, we heard wait. Was, what what we've been talking about? The war, the Russian war. The war? Oh, okay, what war, war. are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the war, how do you say it? Let me see how you say it. I thought it was war. <laughs> okay. Am I not saying that correctly? You say it. Let me see it. Hey, I, I say the war. The war. The war. The war. W-O-R. The war or. Not the war-R. Anyway. The war. Well, you know, when you're proper. It is W-A-R, though, but I just say the war. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So... Now, we've been hearing different things. We've heard that your, I think it was your committee guy that said we wouldn't see this thing until the war comes to an end. And now we're seeing where uh, the Putin or whatever his name is over there is want to discuss, I guess, with Ukraine about the war. But we know that the U.S. has sanctions on Iran, and then I saw on the news actually yesterday or the day before where Iran is now communicating with Russia 
to send them whatever they need, you know, weapons and all kind of stuff to help them with the war. And so now how does that tie in with the U.S. and Iran? Because if they're going to help him with this war and then uh, the U.S. have already put the sanctions and then they're holding their money too, right, Iran's money? How does What was it that you told us the um, United States was doing? As far as Iran is concerned, I know we got yeah, to not let Iran get the U.S. dollars. Okay. Right. So okay. Iran is offering to help Russia, like the U.S. Right. is helping Ukraine. Okay. Right. All right. Yep. So now we're saying, okay, we already have sanctions against Iran, so anything they can do against the U.S., they're going to do. Plus, they right. are trying, like Russia and China, is to get influence over Iraq. So let's go in and help them. Because it actually gives the U.S. two different fronts to fight, which they're okay with. Iran doesn't have any money once we shut this off. We shut off this pipeline, pipeline through Iraq. That's the last of their U.S. dollars. Their economy is going down anyway. So they're going to send them what they can and hope that Russia can then help them. That's all the time here. But here's the kicker to all that. If Iran is encouraging Russia, China is just do, is doing just the opposite. That's why they just invited him over there. And he's saying, hey, man, you know, it's not looking good. It's not even working for us. Because now you're causing us problems with this little war in Ukraine that you can't win. So we we don't care about that. We'll just supply Ukraine with more. Right now, the thing that we care about is Putin is trying to get a way out. But he has to try and get a way out while looking strong. That's why he is in the background talking. Like I told you guys, it came out the other day. I was trying to figure out how to get out. While his general was just talking, you guys better do what we say or we're going to destroy you. Well, it's not Putin talking. It's his general talking. So that's a little bit different, okay? It it doesn't affect the RV at all. It just affects what's going on in Iran. Okay. Well, I was wondering because uh, I know your committee guy was saying that we're not going to see this until the war ends, so that's why I was wondering how does that affect what we're waiting on, you know, with that. And if Iran is trying to help them send weapons and all of this stuff, then that, to me, would just prolong it. And, you know, it wouldn't be sooner. It would be later for it to end, so, in my opinion. But, okay. Well, Well, it would be. The reality is, if Iran sent them anything of consequence, it just ups what we send to Ukraine, that's all. Okay. Okay, well, thank you. And... All right. Well, hopefully we'll see something in the next few weeks or so. We're all ready, I know. Thank you, guys. Okay. For Happy, you New Year. Right. Happy New Nine Year. Happy New Year. 972, Erico, Danny in Dallas. You're on. You're right. Danny in Dallas. How'd you know? Okay. Hey, wild guess. <laughs> A wild guess. All right. Well, i tell you what, fellas. We're real close to uh, reminiscing about past Christmases and past New Year's, uh, which uh, I, I realize this is definitely different than before, 
you just went over some things that are primary factors in this, uh, but it is reminiscent, isn't it? We got through it before. Yes, it is. I think we, well, I think we can get through it again. Two eight one asked some questions that were kind of interesting to me. Now, if with with all the things that are going on, the war and all that other stuff, or was it the war? I'm not sure. Uh, with all that going on, it's, it's another flavor uh, to this. But, uh, uh, Ray, do you have a kind of a, a gut feeling about activities as far as the the RI or the RV? You've you've kind of hinted some direction. And the same question to you, Tony. What what do you think the the uh, schedule of events might be? With the information that you guys hold right now, well, I'm well, still looking look, forward to look. it. Okay, so remember, around the 15th, 16th, sometime, the banks were notified to get ready. Okay, so what we didn't know then, and we know today, is why Iraq said, "Hey, in the next 10 days, you'll see something." The bank was actually getting that same information. 10 days. And we're going to be ready to go. But that 10 days got stretched out. Then we said, well, when does the 10 days end? Well, it hasn't ended yet. Even though there's people in D.C. saying the 10 days is over today. But we still haven't heard it from Iraq. We haven't seen it. They just said they went from 10 days to the next couple weeks. (laughs) Right? Okay, that was a couple weeks. And now here we are today at the end of the year. The audit are supposed to be complete, just like our bank card is supposed to be complete. Come Sunday, the first New Year, anything can happen. Now, again, the banks are not on standby or alert, but that could happen on Monday or Tuesday, and it could go. Even though Iraq has announced, hey, we're not even going to send the budget until the 8th of January to Parliament. Well, the rates in the budget, the changes in the budget, everything is done, then we're still not going to see it before the 15th. Well, Parliament's saying they're at least going to take a month. That puts us in February, unless they don't, because unless they're working on it right now, like a couple weeks they said they were, they're reviewing it so they can make two quick readings and then make a decision. This could very well happen. So I think... More important than the budget right now, anything else, is is the banking system in place where the U.S. will release the money to Iraq or where the U.S. will let this go through knowing that at any time they can cut it off if the money is still moving to Iran. I think that's the most important thing right now, that this system be fully operational in any bank that's dealing with foreign currency now or any foreign currency remittance because they have companies exchanges the u.s has sent auditors over there that are auditing they sent monitors over there that's going to monitor all movement of the money and as long as that's the case and they don't see it going money's not disappearing because some of it is moving to Libya, Syria, that they say it disappears. It just drops off the face of the earth. Well, they know it's ending up in Iran. So as long as that's not happening, 
I think they're going to control the money and do it and then make Iraq do the right thing. So, yeah, I'm looking for it, just like I have every year, between January the 1st and the 15th, except this time they're saying there's a real budget that's really going to work that can make it happen, because that's all we've ever waited for, was a budget that got voted and approved, because everything else that CBI said they needed was in place. Stable economy, a good rate, a legitimate government. All that is in place. We just need the budget to go through and the U.S. saying, okay, we at least curb the smuggling and corruption if we didn't eliminate it enough that this can go through. So I'm feeling good. Okay. Well, yeah, and I can appreciate that. Uh, this, this, uh, the threats by the United Nations and the European Union and the U.S. about you've got to get it done or we're taking over, that, that is about to fall away too, which means that we're not following through with our threats, it seems. Now, it, it may be that pressure is still there, and we're kind of hoping in the background that they have done as much of this stuff as, as they possibly could. So I'm, I'm just curious about that. Do you see our threats as dead at this point? No. I mean, yeah, the U.N., U.S., you can't just go and take over a country because they're not doing what you want. You can only take them over if there's chaos in the streets, if they're killing their citizens, if they're having riots, those kinds of things. That's the only way the U.N., the U.S. can step in. And right now, that's not happening. So the U.S. has gone to the next level. So, okay, we're just going to cut off your money because it's sitting in all of our banks. And we're not going to let you have your money. That's all. Until you do what we want you to do, which is implement what was supposed to happen in 2018. Right. And now they're actually right. doing it with okay. the banking system, everybody else, with Sudani come out saying, hey, hey, this is just temporary while we put this system in place that's going to make things run better. Yes. It's going to make it run the way the international coalition wants it to run. But that's the other way around, not having to step in, put in another uh, interim government going through all that. Right. This is actually a faster route doing what they're doing. Okay. All right. I, I tend to agree with you. I just hope we weren't bluffing that we actually could come in and do that, but you explained that. If there was rioting or murder in the street, that would be a different situation. Okay, well, I'm, I'm content with that. Now, Ray, you, you, uh, you whispered something there. Uh, what is your uh, schedule of events as you anticipate it now? Not different than Tony so, but, so much, but, but additions to well, what Well, I don't really have a schedule. I, I just said I, I still believe I will slip in first and then RV. <clears throat> but time-wise, I have no idea yet. Gotcha. So whether it's a week or a month out uh, is not really something we need to be concerned about at this point, or well, we can't identify. Maybe. For, for me, yeah. Danny, as long as it's an hour, that's all I need. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you, you've not only got your suitcase uh, packed and by the door <laughs> from 12, 15 years ago, you, all you need is a stopwatch with an hour hand on it. Yeah, got you. All right. Okay, well, well that's encouraging in general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I will listen intently to other jewels that may fall from your lips, fellas. We'll go All from right, there. Sir. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Take care.
Goodbye now. Happy New Year. All right. Six seven eight area code. You are on. Good morning. Good afternoon. How are you all doing? Hey there. All right. Good. How are you? I'm just great. Thank you for asking. Tony, do you believe if this doesn't go through by the 15th, do you believe that Sadar will begin to protest and do some things over there? Nope. I don't think Sadar is going to do anything unless there's a reason for him to do it, which is they completely mess up. They go against the people who do something wrong. So just the fact that they don't get it done by a certain date is not enough. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I have been wondering that if if they just don't do right, will he uh, ride in the, and have things to cut up over there? And, and again, I know you've been saying it on the call. I, I just want to just reiterate it for me. So basically the U.S. is over their money, so they can't do anything unless the U.S. release their money. That correct? Yeah, that's correct. So it's best that they do what they need to do so they can get their money. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you. You all have a great okay. day. I'm like Mr. Hay. I believe that the RI will come before the the um, budget, but we have to wait and see. All righty. Thank you. All right. You all have a great weekend. What you say, okay. Mr. Tony? All right, happy New Year. Thank right. to you all and your family. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah. 862, Eric Code, you are on. Thank you, Mr. Ray, Mr. Tony. Happy New Year to both of you guys. This is Mr. CIA calling and to the rest okay. of the TNT family as we smash it for 23. Got two questions for Tony and one for Ray today. Uh, Tony, Knowing where things are currently in Iraq, especially after the monologue and, you know, all of these dates that are being floated for next month, if, and I know you cannot give financial advice or consulting advice, but if I only had Dong or you only had Dong and no dinar and you needed to get some skin in the game, would you exchange any of those funds and and buy some dinar? Well, if I only had... Dong or Zen and no dinar. I'd have took my Christmas money and bought some dinar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish Christmas was that well, nice, well, but look, anyway, let's just. We, we came into this thing with dinar. Why would somebody be in here with no dinar? Everybody should have some dinar. Now, okay, if the GCR happens, the dinar game is over. Okay, I'm not going to spend uh, $5 to get a million dinar. It's going to cost you $5 million. Right? The only way to make money is if it goes up to $10 and double. But if it doesn't, mm. then you spend $5 million to get $100,000, right? Or to get $1 million, mm. you hope going up and down, if you have that kind of money to spend. That's a hell of an investment. I could find a whole lot of other things that I could spend $5 million on. Maybe not double the money, but I don't know that's going to double anyway. 
One thing you guys got to remember, this is what our committee guy did say. Now, he could be right, wrong, and different, but you need to be aware of it, think about it, so that it doesn't do what Kuwait did. He is saying they have set caps going up and caps coming down. Okay? Which means they're not going to let it just shoot straight up in one day. They're going to cut it off at 5%, 10% intervals, whatever it is. That means, I don't know if you buy currency anybody else. If I put in an order for $5 million, they may cut my cap off at, at $1 million. So I got $1 million at $5. When the bank opens up tomorrow, I may not get back in until it's $7 and get a million to it. Then I may not get back in until it's $8. You have to know the market, how it works when you're trying to do that kind of thing. Now, if the dinar just comes out, would I buy the other currency? Yes. If it came out dollar fifty. would I do those things that we know is going to happen or we've been told for the GCR? Yeah, because they're already legitimate currencies. They're already at that rate. And if it doesn't happen, I don't lose that much. Yeah. Well, it's that, been over the years that – uh, of course, of course. Yeah, it's just been that been, it's been over the years. Uh, we we've realized that the, there was more bang for the buck with the dong, and those who might have gone way in deep on dong and 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 not have picked up any dinar, you know, now they don't they don't want to get left out. So you know, it might be worth considering liquidating uh, some dong, just to you know solidify your position with whatever comes out for dinar. That that's all I'm kind of feeling around for. So okay. Well, that makes right. sense. Can I go get a, a dinar note for a hundred dollars, a hundred thousand, whatever it costs? Would I do that if I didn't have any dinar? Oh, absolutely. If I can buy it for a hundred dollars, then it comes out at a dollar. I just made a hundred thousand dollars. Then that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Also, on the last call, you mentioned that someone told you that there was a place that was selling dinar for around uh, six. 600 per million. What's the name of that place? So uh, if I want to get the skin in the game, I can get, get you know, the best bang for the buck there. Um, I can't remember. But whoever told me that, if you're on the call, send it to me again so I can tell everybody. It was one of the banks. Well, I think they said Cornmeal had the rate at 600-something. But then I thought one of the banks, because uh, you can't buy three cornmeal, but that's what they have the rate at six hundred and sixty five dollars per million. So you actually have to go online and look at one of the um currency places. All right. I, I know I've seen it for like seven and changed, uh just trying to, you know, see if I can enhance that uh that position. All right. Well, thanks for that. And if they do share it, then hopefully you'll feel comfortable enough to sharing that out. And the question I have for Ray was, oh, wait. Ray, how can someone? Oh, huh? wait a minute. Wait a minute. Somebody just told me Citibank. So I'm going to clarify this. Yeah. Hold on. Citibank All is right. selling the star at $600 per million. I'm asking the question. I'm asking the person who sent it to me. Is, is that what they're doing? Yes. I, I know that. So they are? Yes. Oh, okay. There you go. 
Well, there I go. Uh, two days ago, it was around seven and change, or maybe um, a little bit before. That was where I, that was the uh, location I was talking about. But I thought that someone was oh. getting in Lesson City, huh? Well, Citibank has been consistent, guys. Throughout our fifteen years, I tell you, I bought some there. I went there to sell it when they first came out with the code. It went through. They have never been a problem to me. Okay. All right, let me uh, move on to the question for Ray, and then, uh, and then you know, we can wrap it up. Ray, how can someone who is not a member of the forum get the info from you about how to leverage uh, a 25K note if, you know, uh, um, if they are fortunate enough to pick one up into, you know, hundreds of thousands of uh, dollars? Hmm. I know. Mm, that's that's not the issue. That's the challenge. Not in it the wasn't form, a 2500k been... note though, right? Huh? I said, what was it a 2500k note? We don't have one. No, it's a 25,000. Was it 2500? Oh, huh? 25,000k. Yeah, well, either 25,000 yeah. or 25k, but don't say 25,000k. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, either way, we know what we're talking about. But uh, been, you know, been around here for this trip with you guys it's, since it's, way back when, and unable to get into the forum for some reason. Can't get that ticket. Oh, okay. You don't. Um, you don't know anyone that's on open mic. No, not really. Not really. Don't oh, okay. know anyone. Uh, all yeah, right, to you could ask them. Right. All right. Well, yeah, well it's, no. it's it's yeah. real. It's a simple process of if only one currency changes value, you take whatever you have of that one currency, go in and get whatever that rate is, and then buy some of the other currencies that have not revalued yet. Well, if it's that simple, yeah, that that's kind of been a strategy that's uh, in in my repertoire. Mm-hmm. Over the, year, over the past few years, but I thought there right. might have been something else we were alluding to. No, that's pretty much All it. All right. All right. I'm, I'm good with that. Yes. I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. Well, thank you, my guys. All right. And, uh, Happy New again, Year. Happy holidays. Happy New Year to you, too. And like I said, let's smash it in 23. All right, sir. All right. Thank, thank you. you, sir. 610, Erico, you are on. Hey, good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Greetings. Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Hey, man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic, gentlemen. And before I start, Ray, Monday is a federal holiday. Are you still planning to have a call? Let's see. Oh, New Year's I didn't Day know is Sunday, right? Yeah. Yes. And then the banks and the post offices are closed on Monday. Okay. We don't have to do one on Monday. I'm good. Okay. All right. I guess not then. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, here we go. I'm going to keep it to the short version because we are past the bottom half of the hour. So, ladies and gentlemen, 
for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payments button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. That way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNT superfantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions and follow the prompts as you go through. In the block where you are asked to type in your name on the card, after you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number in that same block. That helps Ray track the payments as they come in. After you have typed in your debit or credit card information, at the bottom of the page is that blue pay key. After you have clicked on that blue pay key, stay on the page for a second or two. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT Blog Talk radio show. This way you know your payments have gone through successfully. Remember... To do it today, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us and make it a dynamite New Year's Day weekend. Blessings and prayers to your father for his speedy recovery. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite day. All right, thank you, sir. And uh, all right, thank you, thank, get- you, sir. thank you for the get well. You're welcome. Card. You're very welcome. You did receive it. Oh, I thought you were saying thank you for the gift. I was going to say what? Yeah, the get well card. Anyway, G man, G man, it's been a long year. I, I personally want to thank you. Thank you for coming on, doing that for us every call. Thank you for being a, a part of the team and supporting us. Uh, I know you don't get paid for it. We didn't ask you to do it. That means we appreciate it even that much more. So I want to wish you and your family um, a, a very, very, very happy and prosperous New Year, and thank you for this past year. We are indeed obligated to you as the people of TNTR. Thank you, sir. Very much appreciate. You're very, okay, very right? welcome, Tony. Glad glad to be part of the team. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you.
That's it. Oh, okay then. All right, guys. I gave you the good, bad, and the ugly, and it comes down to let's see what happens next year. <laughs> Here we go. But it looks very, very promising. Everything's in place. There are a lot of people that are excited about after the first, which is Sunday, so we'll look and see what comes up. I know it said no call Monday, but I will tell you this. Check your email. So that's the way you're going to know from now on if there is a call and what time it is a call. So get ready for it. All right? Do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. Be absolutely positively careful. It's a holiday weekend. It's New Year's weekend. And you know some craziness can happen. So be careful. Mm-hmm. But That's right. Enjoy yourself, your families, and let's all come back here together for New Year's and let's go reach what we've been reaching for for 15 years and enjoy our future. So with that, do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day, your weekend. Be super fantastic while you're doing it and share the super fantastic. All right, Red. Okay, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for us for this Friday. Enjoy your weekend. And enjoy bringing in the new year. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire. Tells us 
that if any two of us shall agree on anything on earth, that God will do it for us in heaven. And I know sometimes life has a way of knocking you down to the point where you can't even pray for yourself. But today, I want to agree with you that it's getting ready to get better. And right now, we are giving your problem an expiration date. And we're saying it's over. That you've been crying long enough. That you've been worried long enough. That you've been struggling long enough. And I believe that God's going to do it for you. recording press one to return to the conference this session is no longer being recorded and that ladies and gentlemen is a wrap enjoy your holiday weekend your new year's eve and happy new year we are out of here